You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back to Real Presence Live, ladies and gentlemen. We're so very glad that you chose to be with us this morning. And uh, uh, we are live from Quinnipiac Parish in uh, Dickinson, North Dakota, the Diocese of Bismarck. My name is Mike Kidrowski. I'm here with co-host uh, Amanda Ellerkamp. And we just got a, a, a tremendous uh, opportunity to listen to Monsignor Richter. And he referenced his book, Integrated Evangelization. And uh, you can look that up at uh, integratedevangelization.com. And uh, you will find an opportunity to buy that uh, book. And uh, again, that's integratedevangelization.com. We're excited about our next guest, uh, seminarian uh, in his pastoral inter- internship year. Amanda, go right ahead. Yes, uh, Ryan Martire joining us uh, right here from Queen of Peace Parish, where you're stationed in your uh, pastoral internship year. And so thanks for being on with us this morning. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Amanda. It's great to be with you. Great to have you on. So uh, you are from uh, the Diocese of Bismarck as well, uh, from Bismarck particularly. Can you share a little bit with your listeners about yourself, where you're from, where you grew up, a little bit about your schooling and what brought you, you know, to be a seminarian? Definitely. Yeah, so I from Bismarck, and both my parents are from Chicago, actually, and uh, they were led to Bismarck through a job, and so I grew up here. I got two other siblings, okay. an older sister and a younger brother, and uh, we went to cathedral grade school, so I went to Catholic education, and then went to St. Mary's High School, and uh, from there I went to college in Chicago and then entered seminary after that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've had the opportunity and some uh, social oppor- uh, events, so, uh, opportunities with Ryan. He was involved with my <laughs> granddaughter's baptism when we had a social. We got to know him. He was invited. Or, or we had an opportunity to go to one of uh, Quinnipiac's parishioners, Bruce and Lisa. Ryan was there with Monsignor, and uh, we got to know a little bit more about Ryan. And I have to share this, that uh, Ryan holds the record uh, field goal distance for the Dakota Bowl, in uh, when he played in the championship game uh, just a few years ago, he kicked a 43-yard field goal that still stands as a record in the Dakota Bowl. Wow. Helped him, helped St. Mary Saints win the state championship that year. So, kind of a fun fact. So, Fantastic. anyway, thank you for allowing me to tell that story. <laughs> I tell that story just about every time I. Thanks, Mike. Uh, well, yes, I think it's welcome. really good for you know our listeners and just anybody to realize you know seminarians and priests and every you know. Mm-hmm. Are people, right? Real people <laughs> right. that had experiences outside of the church, outside of the seminary, you know. So, you know, in your high school year, and we had seminarian Isaiah Jillikon earlier this morning at the beginning of the show just talking about, you know, how does one go from, you know, I'm playing football, I'm a, mm-hmm. I'm a field goal kicker, to I'm, I'm a seminarian. You know, when did you kind sure. of start to hear that, you know, that call uh, to like, maybe this is what God's mm-hmm. calling me to? Thank you. Yeah, I think first it's the witness of good uh, Catholics who are really living their faith. And so, like you said, just seeing the humanity of priests, which is uh, Jesus, as he yeah. he became man. And so, 
to see the humanity and authenticity of priests who are really free to be themselves. The first, um, I think, that my faith really grew deeper was in high school, and uh, seeing Father Josh Waltz was our chaplain, and mm -hmm. uh, he lets his humanity show, yeah, and yeah. Uh, he's been, he was a gift for us in high school. Uh, to have him. And so seeing his witness as a priest, his joy, authenticity, was a great gift for me and getting me introduced into the the faith on a deeper level. And so that would be kind of the the beginnings of kind of a conversion and call for me. Right. And I love that you brought up that witness. So we were just visiting with Monsignor Richter last segment about you know, people living out their faith and being a mm -hmm. witness, both priests and laity, uh, to live out that that call of of just living our faith authentically. And it sounds like that was really something that stood out to you in your upbringing. Totally, and laity, I think, is important. What you mentioned, uh, both Reed Ruggles and Nick Emil at St. Mary's High School, really good men, and they also played a huge role. Just seeing really good married love um, and married men living out their faith and giving it to their children. Mm -hmm. It was such a huge gift uh, for me to see, to see that, like, mm. to them be rocks for their family. So you mentioned, you know, so you went to Catholic, you know, school throughout your life. Mm -hmm. So I'm assuming the faith was a part of your life at home as well mm -hmm. and your, in your family's upbringing. Yeah. No, I'm so grateful for um, my family, my parents sending me and to us children to Catholic school. Um, I know that was... Um, they really worked hard to do that. Yeah. I know my mom was, and she grew up in Chicago, went to Catholic schools, oh. took four buses to get to Catholic school. Oh. And so I think it's something that is uh, has been important for our family and that education, especially at cathedral, just being around good families that are Catholic is really uh, influential when you don't know it. You don't know it's being influential, but it is forming you as a child. And also just seeing good priests and associates come through the cathedral uh, growing up was a gift that I didn't know that I had until I kind of look back at it now. And so you, after graduating from St. Mary's Central High School, you said you went off to college in Chicago. So you did not enter seminary right away. So can you tell our listeners a little bit about that path sure. and how you ended up, you know, as a seminarian then from sure. there? Yeah, I think... It was it was at the end of high school that I first started having kind of a a small tug to the seminary uh, that I was definitely resisting. I remember talking to one of my teachers, who was uh, Mr. Gregory Crane, now oh, Father sure. Gregory Crane. Oh yeah. And uh, I was talking to him. I said, I don't know what this is. Like, do you think do you think it means I need to enter seminary, or what should I do about this? Just don't tell me to pray about it. I, I wanna <laughs> I want some other advice. And he's like, yeah, I think you got to pray about it. <laughs> and so another kind of uh, pivot point was in Rome. Uh, we went on the high school Rome pilgrimage oh, sure. my senior year. And our room uh, providentially was put together with uh, Isaiah Fisher and Grant Dvorak were oh. both in our room. And they're both classmates at St. Mary's. And so we would uh, have conversations. I know Grant and I would have conversations in the bathroom at night trying to convince ourselves that we weren't called to seminary. <laughs> and so, we, uh, but uh, eventually we, uh, I think we heard the call. Uh -huh. And his came before mine. He went to Mary, and now he's Deacon Grant. And uh, then I went to Chicago and I was there that I really started to listen kind of deep within Jesus calling me to the priesthood. Yeah, that's really beautiful, and, and I love that um, 
you know, you were clearly open to God's call, even though there was some resisting there, and mm-hmm. you're uh, you're trying to talk each other out of it in a way, of <laughs> knowing that the truth of that because of what mm-hmm. you had been grounded in, mm-hmm. um, you know, by your your family, the priests in your life, the other mm-hmm. influence of of the laity uh, living out their call, and that's a really beautiful, uh, a really beautiful thing. And so now here you are. Um, when did you enter seminary? How many years have you gone? It kind of bring us up to where we're at there you now. Go. Sure. Yeah, so I went to DePaul University. Um, I played soccer there and uh, got a Catholic studies degree. And so that was in about three years. And after uh, I graduated from DePaul, I went to talk to Father Waltz after feeling the call. I did two years in Washington, D.C. at St. John Paul II Seminary. Mm-hmm. I did a spirituality year in Denver, uh, Colorado, at St. John Vianney Seminary. And then I did two years at St. Louis, uh, Kenrick, Glennon Seminary for Theology. Now I'm here for pastoral internships. So it's been a total of five years. It's been a good journey. I've been taken across the nation, but uh, Mm -hmm. the Lord's been at work informing me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you've really been able to see... I was thinking of all the places you, you've been, mm-hmm. of being able to see Catholics living their faith and being able to be influenced by that and for you to influence others. Sure. Also, that's a really beautiful thing. Yeah, you definitely see the face of the Catholic Church in a different light in every single diocese, but also kind of the roots of the faith, whether it's from Poland or Germany or Ireland, where where the different roots are in each city and how they've given the faith. Mm-hmm. If you're just joining us, ladies and gentlemen, we're, uh, we're glad you're with us again. Uh, we're visiting with uh, seminarian Ryan Martyray. He is in his pastoral internship year at the Queen of Peace Parish in Dickinson. And uh, we're, we're glad that you're, you're, you joined us, uh, uh, Ryan. The listeners out there, uh, I believe, have a have a... Uh, just a, a desire to get to know seminarians. And one of the most beautiful, beautiful liturgies that I've experienced is the ordination of a, a young man, young men, into the priesthood. And uh, w- we have young men, Amanda, laying down their life for Christ, yeah. giving their whole life to Christ. And that really touches my heart every time even I think about it. And so... Ryan, thank you very much for uh, your answering your call. And, uh, you, you know, folks, we need to continue to pray for these uh, seminarians. And we have a couple minutes before the break. Um, as uh, we're going through your, semin- uh, your seminary years, uh, can you tell us a little bit more about the pastoral internship year that you're having here at Gwyneth Peace Parish? Sure, yeah. First off, it's a huge gift uh, to have this year. Typically, it's done kind of in the middle of theology. And at Kenrick Seminary, they're really big into pastoral formation. And so they've um, really kind of emphasized it and encouraged uh, guys to do it. And so it's basically a year away from the seminary, but you're still in seminary formation, being mentored under a pastor. So I've been gifted with Monsignor Richter to mentor me. And Mm -hmm. you kind of get out of that... um, kind of world of focusing on yourself in seminary and your studies and to focusing on others and giving yourself to others. And so it really is a place for growth, which has been a huge gift for me. Mm-hmm. Well, Wonderful. And I think, too, as Mike had mentioned, you know, of people really 
loving the seminarians and loving your story. And I, I know for the community, we've had the opportunity to have several young men and seminarians here for their pastoral internship. Um, and the, I think that's a real gift for the community Indeed. and the school as well. Uh, to have that witness uh, of those young men, of those seminarians like yourself, Ryan, mm-hmm. who are living out their faith in this really authentic way uh, and being able to, in, you know, interact with parishioners and students at the school and things like that. I think it's a really mm-hmm. uh, just a neat uh, opportunity for everybody in the, in the community and in the diocese. Totally. Yeah, we have to take a break, ladies and gentlemen. We're visiting with Ryan Marteray, the seminarian here at the Queen of Peace Parish. And we will be right back. Uh, Don't go away. We have more good presentation to come. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. God's blessings to you all. And as all of you out in Radio Land listen to Real Presence Radio, what a great gift it is for every one of us. As we're in the car traveling, that we learn something about our love for Jesus, something about the great gift He has given us through His Holy Family, which is the Church. Or we also get to find something out more deeply about our own self, that we come to know that we are made in God's image and likeness. And the great gift that we have is made and loved by our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So continue to listen to this wonderful radio station. We need to support it in every way so that this beautiful gift of the gospel message can be spread throughout where all of this is heard and that the Holy Spirit will strengthen you all in his love. Have a wonderful day and keep listening to Real Presence Radio. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with a creative gift planning tip. Do you want to make sure Real Presence Radio continues to receive your support in perpetuity? This can now be accomplished by establishing an individual endowment account in your name with a minimum gift of $10,000. A distribution will be made annually in your name to assure future generations will continue to hear the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ through the mission of Real Presence Radio. To learn more about establishing an individual endowment for Real Presence Radio, a gift which will last in perpetuity, please call me, Mike Kidrowski, at 701-290-4503. State tax credits may apply in some states. Let's get started. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Good morning, listeners. Thank you for staying with us this morning uh, on the first day, first official day of winter. Mike Kitarowski and Amanda Ellerkamp here. We are live from Queen of Peace Parish in Dickinson, North Dakota. And we are continuing to be joined by seminarian Ryan Marteray, 
who is uh, in residence of sort here at Queen of Peace this year. Uh, he is a seminarian from the Diocese of Bismarck, originally from Bismarck, a graduate of Bismarck St. Mary's. And he is uh, kind of in the middle of his pastoral internship year here. And so we were visiting with Ryan before the break about kind of his path to seminary. Uh, he has been in the seminary for five years, like he said now, Ryan, and um, completing his pastoral internship year uh, here at Queen of Peace. And so, uh, Ryan, can you tell us a little bit more about what does that mean? What What are you doing here uh, as, as a seminarian during your pastoral internship year for Queen of Peace? Sure. So the pastoral internship is under the seminary that I go to, which is Kenrick Seminary in St. Louis. We have great uh, rector and vice rector there, Father uh, Mason and Father Hazing. And so the goal of the pastoral internship is to form, is continue to form priests into lifelong parish priests. And so to really form the man uh, in the four dimensions of formation, which would be pastoral, human, intellectual, and spiritual. And so it's like you've received so much in seminary so far uh, and college. And so this is a time to really integrate it into relationship, to learn how to enter into relationship with the parishioners, with the pastor, to learn how to work under a pastor, uh, and, and to really learn how to give yourself in a more authentic and real way, which is uh, the goal of, of formation, the goal of, of Jesus Christ is becoming more like Jesus. And so that's what the, the internship is for. Mm-hmm. So what are some things that you've kind of up to this point, so when did when did you come, is it during the summer that you, you moved to Dickinson? Yeah, I started in September. Okay, so kind of at the beginning of the school year in right. September. And what are some of the things that you've been involved in here uh, at the parish or in the community? Sure, yeah, it can be anywhere from locking and unlocking the church to teaching <laughs> parent faith formation. And so uh, there's been a lot of ways that I've grown in working in the office, working a little bit as uh, director of religious education for a while, uh, working, uh, preparing talks for for parents, um, beginning to start teaching in the Catholic High School Trinity nearby, and also uh, starting a ministry on Dickinson State University. So there's been uh, a lot of different things, and Monsignor is a great uh, pastor at delegating tasks, and so he always has uh, something up his sleeves for the parish, which is good. And that even the altar dedication, just a lot to see how many moving parts there are in a, in a parish is really astounding. And, and to see the, the weight of the pastor that takes on, he's really carrying his flock and has a lot of people to look out for. So a lot of variety of different things that you've been involved in as mm-hmm. a pastor right. would be in getting that experience. Right, exactly. And I think even just just the human things too, just going out um, for meals with parishioners or graciously receiving their invitations to go to their house, uh, playing hockey and and Dickinson in the men's league, and just seeing just oh. a lot of um, a lot of ways that you can be present in the community, which has been a gift to be a part of, and and to see what different ways to be present in the community. Yeah, that's really a. A gift, I would think, for you, but as I had said uh, before the break, also for our community, that mm-hmm. it's really nice to have. I know over at the school where I work, the the students love when we have the seminarians coming mm-hmm. in, you know, to, to fill in the classroom or just to hang out or 
ask you questions, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and that sort of thing. So it's really good that witness that you're able to give in that way as well. Totally. Yeah, I think that uh, it's so interesting in seminary. The, the whole point of the Christian life is to not uh, focus on yourself, to focus on others. But in seminary, when you're being formed, it takes a lot of focus and self-knowledge on yes. yourself. So it's, a, it's good to be pulled out of that and to be, okay, I'm a gift to others. Uh, and, and that's how God is, makes us to be gifts to others, to give away ourselves in love. And so to recognize, okay, how, how can I give myself in the way that God created me to be? I think it's, a, it's good to kind of establish oneself in that setting mm-hmm. and ultimately to to do so uh to hopefully lay lay down my life in a deeper way uh god willing as a priest mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so uh if you're just joining us we're visiting the seminarian ryan Marderay. he's been assigned to the queen of peace parish in his pastoral internship role this year it lasts for a year uh right yeah about nine months nine months yeah. so uh, the previous what uh, uh what would you say five you're into it five years the seminary mm-hmm. process five years right, right. okay and uh the the first uh four years were uh you need to learn this and you need to learn this and now you you get a chance to apply what you've learned to mm-hmm. uh Real folks, right. r- real parishioners, and uh, fulfill their needs and and that sort of thing. So that's got to be quite gratifying. It is, yeah. No, it's a it's a gift to be able to uh, give what I've received, but also to enter into relationship here and so many beautiful people at each parish who, mm-hmm. even just going on visits to nursing homes or going on ah. home visits, uh, which I do every week, um, just to see the faith of people and how much. Yeah, deeper mm-hmm. it is mm-hmm. than a lot of seminarians and priests. Is just the faith and the holiness of the parishioners, and being able to experience the people's faith with them. You mm-hmm. know, in that really authentic way. I would imagine that, as you talked about, seminary is very self-reflective and mm-hmm. informative for you. Um, but be able to kind of step back and think, okay, this is what God's calling me to to be with His people. Um, I would imagine. Um, has been, it sounds like a great experience for you. Mm-hmm. Has there been kind of things that you would say, well, this was really my favorite part or maybe something that was surprising in your experience of your internship thus far? Sure. I think that uh, the, I've really enjoyed going on the home visits and the communion visits. It's That's just been amazing to see the people just waiting there for ah, the Eucharist. Really? Just their wow. thirst. And the first time I went there, they Praise were like... Be to God. They just said, thank you so much for coming. This means so much to us. Like, we don't get to go out much. Um, Mm -hmm. And so it's like, well, Mm -hmm. what a gift to kind of be in the midst of that. I'd like to uh, take a moment to talk about your ministry. You said ministry at Dickinson State University. Sure. What's, uh, what what, what do you got going on there? Yeah, we're just, it's... that's been a desire for Monsignor Richter uh, for, for a while. There's no Catholic ministry oh, there wow. uh, currently, and um, he sees a need, and the, the students see a need. Yeah. And so I've kind of helped uh, in conjunction with Monsignor Richter, spearhead that. And so we're, we're meeting with different pastors in towns, and we got a core group of students, and hopefully we're going to start up next semester uh, doing... Um, doing different events uh, throughout the semester to help the needs, of the the spiritual needs of the students at Dickinson State. Nice, nice. So you just mentioned your your ministry to uh, those that uh, hard for them to get around. 
obviously the the elderly mm-hmm. and being able to visit their homes to uh the the youth at uh, Dickinson State University and sure. the need for evangelization there totally great yeah. great so a wide variety of of things again mm-hmm. just like a pastor would see in, in tending to his flock so you're here for about nine months, and then what is what is the path that God has before you after that time, after you're done with your internship here at Queen of Peace? Yeah, so the summer for a seminary is always, a seminarian is always mysterious. <laughs> uh, you, don't, you don't know what's going to happen until around April. But uh, yeah, that's good to, to leave up to God's providence. And then after that, in uh, the plan is two more years of theology. So I would go back to Kenrick Seminary at St. Louis uh, for two more years of theology. After the first year uh, would be third theology, I would be, be ordained a deacon, and then after that other year, I'd be ordained a priest. So that would be kind of the journey. It's it's um, about eight years, seven eight years total. Right. Uh, and people say, "Geez, that's long," and including college, it'd be ten years total. But yeah. we need, we really need good priests, not just uh, a lot of priests. We need good and holy priests. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Indeed. And the whole person formation, you know, which is a part of seminary, which is a really beautiful Mm -hmm. uh, thing because it takes, I think, care well of the future priests of the seminarians who are going to be our priests, which allows them to take good care of the people of the church. Yeah, and I think something they've really uh, focused on in seminary is just being bridges, uh, not barriers. And so with that, you need to grow in your humanity. And that's been a big growing process for me, but definitely uh, worthwhile. And uh, they have it kind of structured into the, the internship is a lay board. And so uh, the pastor picks us five to six different people at the parish. And then I meet with them once a month and then they help me reflect on my experience here. And so that's kind of that deepening of the humanity and kind of integration of the whole human person. Mm-hmm. And integrating that continuing formation of the seminary mm-hmm. with your activity here at the parish. So if yeah. I was understanding you correctly, then God willing, you would be ordained in 2024. Yeah, I is think that, that would be that it. I don't, I don't keep, I don't keep track. <laughs> you don't have a countdown calendar going in, or anything like that. So. Yeah, it's in God's time. I think that just the, the gift I received here is that, um, the vocation is meant to be received, not taken. And so, if Jesus wants one to be an eternal priest, that 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 gift is supposed to be given. And so, waiting however many years is worth uh, that gift. And so, um, I'm open to that. Indeed. Beautiful. All right, uh, folks. Uh, we were just uh, listening here uh, to uh, seminarian Ryan Marderay. Ryan uh, thank you so much for your yes. Thank you so much for your time this morning. I know you have to go off and uh, help with a funeral now. So thank you very much and know of our prayers. You're welcome. Thanks All right. So much God bless you. Up, up next, up next, uh, Father Keith Streifel and Dr. James Brooke are in the house, ladies and gentlemen. We'll talk about faith and family from a historical perspective. When faith declines, so does family and society. Don't go away. We'll be right back. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.